Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. Your host for the podcast are Samarth and Samyak. Through our podcast, we speak with startup founders, operators, creators, and venture capitalists. Through our conversations, we try to understand how these three themes are going to interject each other and provide a growth trajectory for India in the next decade. Dive into our episodes to understand more about these themes and how these three themes will come together. For the 17th episode of Thinking Out Loud podcast, we have with us Jyoti Bharadwaj. Jyoti is the founder of TFIT. TFIT is one of the startups who raised money from four sharks in the second season of Shark Tank India. Jyoti has done her MBA from ISD and she also was the head of revenue at housing.com. Through our episode, Jyoti talks about her journey as a solopreneur, how she started off a food and beverage business in the D2C space, what happened post Shark Tank, her Shark Tank experience, and all the things that came to her life and to her business post Shark Tank. She also talks about the importance of having small businesses and how it is important to grow small businesses. Deep dive with us in the 17th episode of Thinking Out Loud podcast to know about Jyoti's story and about TFIT. Hey everyone, thank you so much Jyoti for joining us today on Thinking Out Loud podcast. Samyak and I are super excited for this Shark Tank segment in general and to host you as our second Shark Tank episode in particular. Thank you so much for taking out time. Thank you so much Samarth and Samyak for inviting me and uh, I'm really excited for a good, fun, insightful uh, conversation today. Although I do want to know who was the first person you interviewed now that I know I'm the second one. <laughs> So, the so, first, so we yeah, please, yes. we called uh, Sairaj Don from uh, the Wakao guy uh, who ah, was from season one. The jackfruit one. Correct, right. correct, correct. So that was an interesting conversation. And obviously, I think you saw our post this morning. So we have another three right. lined up, uh, most of them from the second season itself. Yes. Uh, so, yes, yeah. So, and a couple of other right, right. right. And yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, pretty exciting to get this uh, Shark Tank season up and running. Uh, we'll we'll probably have our first episode uh, live uh, in the coming week. Uh, so uh, then every week we have like one episode which we try to launch, and uh, that's that's what our pattern is. So yeah, thank you so much again. And before we go on to the main uh, questions which we shared with you, would love to understand how was your experience with the Shark Tank. Uh, how did you prepare for it? Uh, were you always, did you always want to like, you know, go to the shark tank and, you know, uh, pitch your product? How how was the overall experience in, in summary? If you want to summarize so, like, it. If you look at it, if you look at the larger picture, I think somewhere I was destined to go into shark tank because uh, US shark tank, many sare seasons, I don't know how many times I've seen. Um, like, Scrub Daddy, um, Bantam right. Beagle, so many of the other companies. I wouldn't want to name all of them, but uh, just the the sound, the you know ent- entry sound, and all of that is like etched in my head. Uh, when I was building my own, when I was building TFIT uh, at that time, it was never. I mean, the Shark Tank India had not come. Uh, but the first season when it came, I we had just started like two months into the market and we had applied even in season one and for whatever reason uh, you know we cr- we went to the audition stage but uh, I was in production in Indore when they called for audition and I couldn't make it so wo malal tha ki I missed it you know 
and uh, so this season when uh, applications came i just applied on a lark ki hoga to dekhenge i was not very hopeful um, but we cleared all the rounds and we went for audition on the day of audition i didn't have my baby care like child care so i had to carry my kids ab jab wo audition mein aaye to it was like they need to come for the final show also when we cleared the audition so it wasn't it's not easy with the you know small kids and script and all of that uh but i felt overall this needed to be done for what i was building uh, at the end of the day tfit is a consumer brand it is a consumer product aur hum usko bootstrap tarike se acche se bana rahe the we were getting a lot of customer love but we were a very small brand working in a very small niche and trying to you know grow organically it would be a long road uh, for which we were prepared but we felt that some a platform like shark tank would propel us overnight uh, at least into the awareness stratosphere of the country right so matlab wo ek tha ki bas wo mil jaye baki we dekhenge like investment and everything else is secondary we were cash flow positive so we were like we just wanted that visibility and if we could get backing of any one shark that would be that would be like matlab wo holy grail hoga but we ended up getting four and even i don't know ki wo kaise hua um maybe they liked something in the pitch maybe they liked the product a lot maybe it's a completely new product so you you were drinking tea but it doesn't remind you of anything ki aisa ko kisi like cola jaisa nahi it's not like any uh, you know juice based uh, beverage or any other beverage so it's a completely original product so i felt like that really played in our favor that it is an original product it is fighting inside a niche and like trying to grow that niche so i think that resonated and uh, overall the experience like has been phenomenal like i didn't put in a lot to come on shark tank in terms of prep but boy we got too much out of it so yeah, yeah absolutely how, how does the entire uh, i would say flow happen before the episode and before you sit in front like pitch in front of the sharks how how is the flow right like so uh, i don't know if you know this amek but actual shoot hota hai wo ek se dead ghante ka hota hai like it is one and a half hours of okay. the actual shoot before that also i don't know how much i am supposed to disclose but uh, the channel folks they give you like a broad script right ke bahut broad approach rehta hai ki this is how you should go in and uh, the music cue will come and then you kind of start your pitch so the pitch is your own right but usko hindi mein sahi shabdon ka istemal karke because it is made for a hindi audience to kai baar hum corporate mein kaam karte karte we are so used to like you know communicating in english and so comfortable with it ki wahi cheez ko hum hindi mein acche tarike se spasht tarike se express nahi kar pate so they basically help you a little bit with diction correct word usage baki pitch aapki rehti hai so first 10 15 minutes you kind of talk about what is it that you're building what is the market you're after how big is that market what is your team what is the traction like all of those things uske baad the floor opens for questioning and they can really go <laughs> through it's like investment questionnaire right yeah ki, absolutely unko laga ki uh, isme probe karna chahiye they will probe to the depths of it to just get uh, a sense of ki aapko kitna pata hai as a founder like you were running the ship how much do you really know about what you're doing so wo acha chala like uh, it was very uh, interesting thankfully i didn't made any blunders there or uh, like khud se kiya tha sara kaam so bahut kuch matlab aise yaad bhi nahi karna pada because you doing it in and out every day right so um, i think that also kind of worked uh, in our favor and it all went well yep yep 
excellent excellent so jyoti you know just to step back a little from the shark tank bit we will revisit that but you know just for more information to the larger audience right uh, can you tell us a little about your background right like um, being a business head at housing.com isb then you know starting battle star after which if it happened right so right. um synopsis in terms of what has been your life pre efit and pre shark tank right for sure. to have more uh, perspective if i may say so so i come from patna my childhood was uh, in patna i did really well in class 10th i was a state topper or maybe one of the top 3 uh, so i was always uh, good academically uh, engineering many manipal se ki and after that i worked in it for two years to know that that's not where my heart lies uh, i have way too much energy like in me like too much energy to create things for me to enjoy or you know a good 9 to 5 job there's nothing wrong with it i wasn't cut out for it to wo mujhe thankfully realize hua after my mba also i got into consulting i got into uh, you know walmart and couple of other companies like that but mujhe kida tha that i need to work um, where my impact shows where like i can tell myself that this is something you know you've done and uh, so i chose to work in a startup there was a, a relatively small startup then called avan fresh which had freshly been funded by kalari capital so i chose to work with that and usko uh, maine grow kiya there were a couple of outlets in chennai when i had joined them i uh, and my team like we essentially built out a team from scratch and we grew that startup to about 80 85 outlets in bangalore and in chennai and uh, that gave me a confidence ki ye kar sakte hain like there is something that uh, if you have the right business model if you have the right product the right price point you can create things and then from there i worked with housing um, which was an entirely different industry so that was a second startup i worked in they had freshly raised funding from softbank and mm. jo puru revenue team thi usko build karna tha so i uh, joined the like i built out the revenue team in mumbai pune and wo pura cycle maine dekha right down to the acquisition with prop tiger so then after that there was not much to do for me personally at housing.com i'd had my second child by then and uh, i was like yahan pe meri learning ab band ho gayi hai i need to find my next what is the next big project that i'm going to do and ye dimag mein mere tha that uh, uh, like i had in the duration i had been in and around japan a few times and uh, i was in love with the beverages uh, available in japan wo pura ek category tha jo mere liye bahut exciting tha of unsweetened beverages i knew nothing i had never worked in fmcg but that seed was there and those startups me kaam karne ke baad i was like okay all my middle class obligations are done my expensive mba is paid off i have a house in mumbai and uh, abhi nahi karungi to then when will i do and if i don't do it then who will like if it's not getting done why don't you step in and do something about it so i was like i'll give it a few years and karke dekhte hain and uh, that's how i stepped in i don't know if it was smart or foolish but turning out to be an exciting and uh, like i'm alive to tell the tale so yeah i think i made the right decision uh, so jyoti just to follow up on that right just one question um which is that everyone knows that you are the founder of efit right but not many people know um about battle star uh, to be right. very honest right so uh, just a follow up question to that is how is it to be you know 
a solopreneur uh, who turned into an entrepreneur right uh, being a single founder is very tough right uh, and again the startup that samyak and i work in we also have a single founder over there right we, we know how it's like but you know wanted to understand it from your perspective and uh, you know if you could give some background some information about what battle star is and you know how that led to tfit that would be great right. for the audience so battle star is a parent company of tfit so when we had to incorporate the company uh, there were a couple of names that i wanted to and battle star was one of them uh, it's a sci-fi series from back in the day and so this is the parent company of uh, tfit uh, battle star was incorporated in 2019 jab se ye idea hamare saath tha and we worked on it for a good 18 months to develop the product i wasn't from the space um it's not that i knew uh, you know who would do it how quickly would they do it what does it take to to create this so all of that learning i had to do and i was willing to do that we found the right set of people we found uh, very senior people from uh, ayurveda who had done product development for like 20 25 years um, so they came on board to develop the formulation the blend that you taste in tfit they came up then how do you create a flavorful beverage in the absence of sweetness like uh, replacing sugar and you know with the stevia or with the monk fruit or with the xylitol and other kind of sweeteners you still retain that sweet palate but creating something in the absence of sweet so wo pura product development uh, took us that much time and uh, we were able to introduce tfit only in feb of 2021 so what was the idea behind so i i understand that you told us that about uh, you know japan where there were a lot of uh, uh, beverages which were into the health side uh, but what kind of uh, kicked you into getting into like a green tea kind of thing or into this kind of a health drink because there are a lot of health drinks and obviously they use a, either a stevia or something else but right. this has no sugar at all right uh, how right. how did you formulate all of this from scratch with no background as such surely so the imagination was in place the possibility was in place because i had consumed these like i used to live on barley tea when i would be in japan bahut hi wo gallon mein milta tha so someday hopefully tfit will also introduce these in gallons uh, and uh, just how light it was on the palate and how good you felt after consuming it uh, like in a very good way i was addicted to it uh, so the again the idea state but usko recreate kaise karna hai we did a ton of youtube uh, videos ki bali ki banti kaise there weren't a lot but from whatever they were we tried at home i tried in the kitchen like how to roast it how much to roast it should you roast it with the husk or should you uh, you know use a bali without the husk how long should you steep it for to wo sab pura ek basic uh, create kiya with that uh, okay this is a flavorful toasted drink that's possible we went to every flavor house uh, in and around mumbai there were flavor houses from switzerland from germany and we went said ki ye base hai with this base can you create something exciting so um like when you are from the industry then a lot of the learning is native to you kyunki aapne karte karte usko sikha hai but when you are not from the industry and still you kind of want to do this then you have to break down the problem into Uh, like actionables right so okay tfit right. is a range of uh, you know healthy uh, products that is brewed from real ingredients so what are the four five things you will need to work on one is the product itself which is two parts one is the base with tea one is the formulation with herbs so who is going to do this this herb uh, formulation 
who is going to do this tea base then the third is like how do you put flavor on top of it then fourth comes ki isko filling kaise karenge hot temperature pe karenge cold pe karenge so once you break down the problems into you know doable or solvable uh, problems then you find the right set of people who will solve this for you i think that's where my skill as a founder is agar khud ko main number dena chahu so i think that's where i'll give myself any marks at all is that i found or i was able to find the people who could solve it or i was willing to knock on enough doors and pitch to enough people to be able to convert one in every uh, you know problem and so i found the best person for the job for formulation i found one of the most advanced technical plants who bottle our beverages today uh, and uh, you know we don't get a like we didn't get a product developed somewhere locally tinkering we got it done from a swiss giant who mere paas kuch bhi nahi tha i don't know why they backed me you know i still like i would back me but they did they said let's do it so i think wo ek skill hona chahiye founder ka you're not expected to kind of know everything but you are expected to be able to find the right people who will solve it for you and to be able to convince them ki why this is a problem they should put their brains behind so aise hi karke kiya kuch bahut rocket science nahi hai isme right understood but uh, so obviously now coming to running the business you have the product ready you you check right. the and you finish the mvp stage uh, as a as a entrepreneur how do you run a startup from scratch where you know you've done that a lot for companies building their processes building right. departments from them but when it comes to running it from scratch as an entrepreneur yourself what are the main things that you keep in mind or how do you run a business when you are doing it all by yourself so first thing you realize is ki you don't have the funding of a softbank so is right. so every <laughs> every time you're going out you can't just book an uber for the whole day like something as basic as that right so uh, kind of working in a funded startup or leading a funded startup uh, versus bootstrapping it's like an entirely different ball game right pehle to aapko mentally adjust karna padta hai ki um, frugality is the dna of the business right and within like that's the होली ग्रेल कि उसके अराउंड ही पूरे बिजनेस को काम करना पड़ता है सो देन यू फोकस ऑन फंडामेंटल्स यू फोकस ऑन यू लर्न टू से नो टू मोस्ट थिंग्स एक्सेप्ट द वेरी कोर एसेंशियल थिंग्स दैट आर एब्सोल्यूटली नेसेसरी टू ग्रो द बिजनेस टू टू मेक द बेस्ट प्रोडक्ट सो वी थिंक दैट वी आर अ प्रोडक्ट फर्स्ट कंपनी क्योंकि हम प्रोडक्ट पर बहुत मेहनत करते हैं लाइक यू लेवर सी एस डू समथिंग एंड लाइक ऑफ उसको लॉन्च करो बिकॉज करना है प्रेशर है जो भी है राइट वील गिव इट द टाइम दैट इट डिजर्व टू क्रिएट द बेस्ट प्रोडक्ट दैट्स पॉसिबल सो हम कभी प्रोडक्ट पे कंजूस ही नहीं करेंगे इन टर्म्स ऑफ टाइम रिसोर्स इन टर्म्स ऑफ क्वालिटी बट वी विल से नो टू अ लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स वील से नो टू पेड मार्केटिंग इन्फ्लुएंसर मार्केटिंग सेलिब्रिटी इंडोर्समेंट्स और ऐसे बहुत सारे लाइक इवेंट्स आएंगे वेर यू वॉन्ट टू पार्टिसिपेट यू वॉन्ट टू गिव दैट एक्सपोजर टू यू ब्रांड बट यू विल एंड अप सेंग नो so i think running a bootstrap business in a very uh, basic fundamental way is saying no to most things and saying yes to very few essential things and within that framework trying to grow your business so i don't have a team of 20 people i have a team of like six people uh, and usme se bhi there are two college kids who are still in their final year who come here after their college finishes and they've been with me for like a year or so so you need to find uh, there's nobody from a grade a 
business school. I couldn't afford them, right? So uh, I haven't taken a salary in two years. So a lot of these things are very basic, uh, very simple, and yet not very easy to do uh, when you're running a bootstrap business. But if you're product first, if you are in a niche um, where um, a very clear value proposition created you that product mein sweetness nahi hai. Even my new uh, you know, premixes that we're launching, there is yeah. no sweetness in it. So your niche is, has to be very clearly defined. And within this niche, if you can make the best possible product that is imaginable in that niche, then you will find customers. You customers, milenge, but you will sticky customers. Milenge, people who will vouch for you. People who will, if you have one batch, it is not good because it is brewed. So, if you have a source, it is not good. So, they will tolerate your mistakes. They will give you that long rope to make mistakes if you are you know, focused on servicing that particular niche. So, I think that we identified a niche, we built the best product, we created the best product for that niche. We went, we spoke to our customers, we heard them. Um, we had customers who told us, I love it so much that, you know, I need it in a five liter jar or I need like a dispenser oh. at my desk. Uh, or uh, some people even came back and uh, told me that I need a smaller pack size that I could carry in my pocket. So, I mean, there are suggestions customers customers. So, you have to listen to your first 100, 200, 300, 500 customers. I, have, I still talk to my customers. If I fail to make a delivery to someone, I call them up and tell them that, you know, I, we were not able to, we went out of stock. So, that year close to the ground we think that you know when we start we'll start from here but you actually need to start from here uh, right. and from like grow and respect every stage and kind of then get here so those are the things about you know running a bootstrap business and uh, we have very sticky customer base. One of the critical things I will say is that when you have marketing or performance marketing or in all these things, then, you, then content is your king. Like content right. is it's free. Uh, you have a story to tell. You entered this space. You're creating something because it meant something to you. And it is important that you put it out there, what it meant to you. Why do you do it this way? Why don't you just mix essence, color, water, and you know, put it in the market? Why are you doing things you know, differently and with more complexity? So storytelling I feel is critical. And if your product holds up in that storytelling, then you have a winner, is, is what I feel. Understood. Understood. Just a follow-up questions. You 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 discussed a lot of critical points. Uh, you know, when running a startup, first thing is obviously bootstrap versus a funded startup, and we all know, and you mentioned it in the show as well that uh, you know your earliest investor was uh, your mother-in-law who invested and trusted you. Uh, with you know, in an industry which is worth crores, with in amazingly big players across different segments, uh, starting with just like a ten lakh rupees. Uh, how how did you manage to like grow from there to where you are today just because just with 10 lakh rupees to enter into a fnb segment is very very difficult right but you managed to kind of grow it very frugally bootstrapping everything how how did you do that okay so i feel and again this is entirely personal there are a lot of founders who do very well with uh, you know millions of dollars right out the gate maybe i am not one of them but i do feel that when you have too much money in the beginning and when everything is possible then there's a lot more scope for you to lose your way while if you if you're starting out the gate uh, 
with minimal resources i think focus is your only friend like you're so laser focused on trying to solve a very small problem because you don't have the resources to up left right me they said you have no like variance to look at solving anything else except the one thing that you're focusing on and you will do the best job with that one problem so i feel like if i had raised let's say 10 million dollars and if i had gone to the market maybe things would have happened faster right i mean there there is flip side to that also maybe things would not take uh, as long as they took in this case uh, but i also feel that i would not be here today if i had raised a ton of money right at the beginning um because i needed to get the product right i needed to know i needed to speak to my customers and all of that um that small business dna uh, you lose when you raise too much money too quickly and that's something that we don't want to lose even when we are a 500 million dollar company so yeah i don't know if that answered your question i i think the faster sometimes it it all depends right it both has their pros and cons but to some extent i feel like a lot of startups who raise a lot of funds the fast the money comes the faster it goes as well and you generally when you have a lot of money you generally don't keep a tab on where the money is going you you spend a lot on marketing you spend a lot on influencers you spend a lot on lot of money in hiring and stuff like that but when you as you said when you have that focused business that you want to grow slowly but surely at that point in time uh, you know maybe this frugality helps a lot rather than you know going overboard and kind of spending a lot of money to build a brand that's that's my personal assumption because a lot of people go after valuation as well rather than creating value but the explanation yeah. with sorry sorry yeah yeah sorry go ahead so usme ek hota hai samay that like how big is your timeline that you have in mind right am i starting this so i can exit in 5 years or am i starting this because i don't see the end of it right ki isko khatam karna hai wo mujhe nahi dikh raha hai isko shuru karna hai mujhe wo dikh raha hai like i need to start something i need to build mm-hmm. something meaningful and i need to build something that uh, creates value for a lot of people like uh, it reach, reaches 1 crore 2 crore 5 crore people but mujhe iska exit nahi dikh raha my game or uh, time is ki 10 saal 15 saal 20 saal right अगर आप इतना लंबा होराइजन लेके चलेंगे तो फिर आपको उतनी जल्दी नहीं रहेगी लाइक यू वोट बी इन दैट वीकली सेल्स मेरा कितना है मंथली सेल्स मेरा कितना है उसको ग्रोथ करना है 100 परसेंट टू हंड्रेड परसेंट थ्री हंड्रेड परसेंट मंथ मंथ सो आई अगेन आई डोंट नो इफ दैट इज गुड और बैड जस्ट मी राइट दैट आई हैव अ लॉन्गर होराइजन ऑन थिंग्स दैट मैं उतनी जल्दी में नहीं हूँ कि मुझे फाइव मिलियन डॉलर बिजनेस अगले दो साल में बनना है मुझे आई वॉन्ट to be a solid contender in this space with world class products if it takes me 5 years great if it takes me 15 years great so i feel that also uh, dictates ki aap kitni jaldi aur kitna zyada uh, paisa uthana chahte hai market se ki like what's your horizon in a sense got it makes sense so uh, jyoti i had two questions right and now you know moving to a more macroscopic level than a microscopic level right um for the first question being that given you are in the tea beverage uh, f&b ecosystem right this ecosystem or this segment already is fairly mature right but the the niche segment that you are targeting it's it's more of a category creation as of now uh, than a category existing business right and with almost negligible 
expense on performance and influencer how do you like what is your pedagogy or what are your sops to you know make a dent and build some sort of a habit within this category creation model if i may say so and secondly with so many d2c players existent in the indian market right uh, everyone trying to ca- trying to carve out a niche for themselves how do you think that this entire d2c ecosystem especially in the food and beverages space is going to you know trajectory or what will be the trajectory for these businesses from say this point in time to the next 10 years i feel and uh, like d2c is here to stay right uh, they are solving problems right now in the gaps of where big guys essentially either fail or the market is too small for them to address slowly we will see that uh, some of these d2c brands will be serious challengers to we lost her you're on mute ah huh? yeah, yeah yeah let's wait her net was flaky only you can pause the recording so that ah uh... uh-huh, sorry sorry so uh, jyoti just to follow up not follow up questions exactly but uh, two questions from a very macroscopic lens then a microscopic lens that we already discussed right um the tea industry or the beverage industry is already very much developed in india right um we want to understand that how something like efit which is more of a category creator of sorts is able to push through and make a dent without spending vehemently on performance marketing influencer marketing etc etc and secondly from the lens of an indian ecosystem how do you think the d2c market which is already so crowded with so many players is going to pan out in the next 10 years like what would be the possible trajectory for the same so couple of things one is d2c is here to stay um and uh, like a very related note india is not one market it's thousands of micro markets right and um all of them enough to support reasonably sized brands like not every consumer brand has to be a unicorn like a billion dollar business but you will see very many 100 million dollar businesses or 50 million dollar businesses uh, in india in d2c creating products meaningfully targeting a particular niche a particular segment of uh, a customer base having said that again um, right now we are playing in the gaps where big guys are not playing or either the market is not big enough for them or uh, the category itself is not uh, big enough in a sense to kind of go after uh, so that's where kind of we are comfortable playing but in the future you will see that some of these brands will be serious challengers to the incumbents um uh, that may or may not happen by staying online alone so you will see a lot of the d2c uh, uh companies brands kind of finding the way to where the customer is after uh, this entire covid and uh, you know people shopping online um 
you will see a lot of D2C. You see mamas now, I see it in stores a lot. Uh, the same thing will happen with um, a lot of D2C brands that kind of want to create a larger presence and want to step outside of the, just the online play. We have done that. We know that um, we get called D2C a lot and we are D2C also, but we are not D2C alone. Um, we started with Nature's Basket before we started selling online. Um, we do offline stores, um, uh, pharmacy stores um, in Kolkata, Mumbai, Bangalore, a lot of these places. And as a strategy, we will try and grow both, right, offline and online, because beverages, specifically speaking for my category that I play in, it's not easy to do an online play. Um, a, it's heavy. There's a ton of carbon footprint for shipping every bottle. Like I'm aware of a lot of those things. So if there was one kind of golden wand to solve it all, I would use that. But there isn't, you know, there is like a push and pull. You want to also be online because your customers are shopping on Instamart, on Zepto. So you need to be there. It is an impulse buy uh, for customers who want to try out something new. Um, it is, uh, you know, planned purchase for repeat customers and we have very high percentage we have over 60 62 percent repeats now even after the volume of uh, orders that we received so those customers will buy like big boxes of 30 online and we are happy to ship it to them but for customers kind of trying out products for the first time uh, it's important to be where they are um, you know in a store aisle or uh, in a quick commerce platform so uh, a lot of this will evolve for uh, d2c brands um, but one thing that I strongly believe is that the days of just having yet another product with a nice looking label and creating a brand through performance marketing, I feel those brands will have a tough time growing. You need to have a very strong value proposition. So if somebody is entering in this space to create a brand uh, for the longer term, then they need to fo focus on things beyond packaging and performance marketing. They will have to build a product. They will have to find a story. They, they will have to talk to their customers. They'll have to make themselves available at different touch points of the customer's purchase journey and beyond. So it's more like a I'm sorry, will I have to retake the whole question again? No, no, we'll edit it. Ah, okay, thank you. Uh, so you have to, as a brand, be like a go-to, like a friend for them, uh, then just a brand from where they buy. Increasingly, you will see you and I don't buy the brands our parents used to buy. We buy the brands that align with our value systems so that maybe have a sustainable packaging, that maybe are made sustainably. So uh, you will have to find a story that connects with your audience and you will have to um, you know, reinforce that at every customer touch point. These are things that sound simple, but these are things that if you do them consistently over a period of time, they create trust with the customer. And that's why like these are things also difficult to do because it's not simple. Hota hai ki aapko lagta hai, koi bhi kar sakta hai, but deliver is very difficult thing to do. And those are the things that I feel uh, would make a brand uh, stay in the game for longer versus overnight. Aap dekh rahe, jitne rahe, utne ja bhi rahe. So, you know, uh, so just one question, um, Jyoti, before we move to the conclusively ends, and uh, this is very much in line with uh, our podcast as well, right? So when Samyak and I were building on the hypothesis, uh, building on the thesis of thinking out loud, we 
we're focusing on three aspects which is startups content and uh, vcs right so startup founders operators creators and vcs and one thing while you were answering one of samyak's question was about content that how content is very helpful for d2c brands because it's free it's readily available right um could you could you elaborate more on that fact that how in the future existence of startups and content is going to be more mutually exclusive than two separate entities and how is it you know going to go forward hand in hand in the future if i may say so right today every brand is a content brand aap kuch bhi bana rahe ho aap agar uske around content nahi bana rahe you are losing out right um or aisa bhi nahi hai that i knew it from the day i started that okay i should build content around the brand it wasn't like that i think for us it was more a process of evolution um for some brands you will see they have a very nice immaculate looking instagram page just with daily posts ja rahe engagements ho rahi hai those things are great to do um for us what worked is that we kept it very organic right if you go to our instagram page it's not like all in a template form it's very real very raw very what happens behind the scenes how we do things to wo cheez humne kiya aur even on linkedin like you've seen that i write quite frequently quite actively and uh, not a lot of it is planned like ye pura calendar ke hisab se nahi hota ki is month is week mein mujhe itne posts karne hain those things work great uh, for some brands but for what what worked for us was that it comes from a place of honesty that when we feel like sharing uh, something from a, a brewing facility we share as it is like we don't have a fancy photographer doing edits i feel that honesty you know connects with the audience uh, but it is important to tell your story as a brand that is what connects with people the medium is incidental it could be instagram it could be facebook it could be linkedin it could be your website blog but it is important to keep that channel going it is important to tell them how you're building what you're building why are you so different it's it's the same thing that you pitch to your investor right your customer is the person who's actually putting money way before your investor comes in wo khareed raha hai aapka product i like the first time someone bought a box of 30 it blew my mind you know why would someone spend 3600 rupees on a brand they don't know nothing about and uh, so you need to respect that that somebody has spent that um, you know is choosing to spend that money on you you could be buying anything else with that money so you know that uh, understanding that respect for the customer and therefore it's in a way your um, obligation in a sense to tell them what you do why you do why what's in your product what's not in your product and all of those things and that's what um, uh, that's how a trustworthy brand is built that's how an honest brand is built those things are very very hard to do with money i'm i'm genuinely telling you you can get uh, first time customers with performance marketing but uh, repeat customers you will not get with performance marketing you will only get if your product is good if you are a good brand if you are speaking your truth if you are building things truthfully and uh, it's much more expensive to keep acquiring a new customer by throwing money you know in the market uh, it is much simpler to find a customer and then have them for long i still have my first customer his name is sukant there there's rezina i know them by their names because uh, you know they wrote to us that we would like to try your product even before we were ready with the product and they have seen us they have been with us 
So that kind of trust is very, very difficult to buy uh, through performance marketing. That is a great tool to to get trials going, to just to get people to discover your brand. But for stickiness develop, you have to uh, look at things uh, like content. Yeah. Makes sense. And I think that's why you mentioned, right? You have a retention of around 60, 62% of yeah. your customers. So, so yes. that's, that's amazing because generally you have that number around 10, 20% tops, but having it at 60 is, is like phenomenal. Maybe that's why because of that genuinity and that, you know, like, product, oh, which is like before Shark Tank, maybe after uh-huh. Shark Tank, a lot of customers would have ordered thinking it is going to be sweet and nice or, and maybe they mm-hmm. won't like it. Like I'm telling you here, right. because deep it is not for everybody. Right. Uh, so maybe our repeats will go down after the barrage of orders we received on Shark Tank because right. it's not for everybody's palate. Right. But before that, uh, when we were doing things organically, when we were telling people exactly what's in the drink and basis that they were buying, we had very, very high stickiness. So that's the story in a sense. Understood. Uh, before I move on to the last question, I just have one question. How how does having, you know, four sharks or how does having an external investment investor per se uh, kind of help you grow a brand maybe uh, in a way of marketing side or sales side or operation side? How does this entire thing, how does this entire thing help you in growing your business or making it more streamlined uh, after having sharks on board? That's also because of Shark Tank, right? Uh, so it is not, uh, you know, it's not lost on me that the amount of media coverage that uh, right. brand is getting, I am getting, and therefore the brand is getting, uh, that is not lost on me at all. Uh, second is, ke, yes, uh, these are very, very credible set of investors that have come on board. Uh, ek responsibility aati hai. You know, earlier you're running your ship your way, but then you want to run your ship in a way that justifies their backing you, right? So okay. quality of work, because you want to live up to the expectations that these guys have put on you by just backing you. So we feel incredibly grateful. At the same time, we feel extremely like responsible and aware that we are doing 10x, 100x in terms of the quality of work we do that all of these guys should be proud of the, the company that they're backing. Mm-hmm. In some portfolio, there are 100, companies, hongi, but there are maybe 5, 6, 10, 20 that really stand out. You want to be you know, in that 5, 10, 20 by the quality of work that you produce. So we feel uh, incredibly responsible and uh, grateful and excited to have them. The journey just started, uh, but they are a WhatsApp away. They are a call away. I don't think they get really deeply involved in the business, but, uh, um, you know, advice or uh, small inputs on maybe you should look at your price point. Maybe uh, you should look at uh, quick commerce and, just those uh, seeds are enough to kind of um, for you to chew on and then you know uh, decide on what's the next step should be so i feel he, it's too early to say but we are very very grateful understood how are you managing with a team of just six we are looking to hire people and uh, like just the order processing was crazy after uh, shark tank we did get very 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 good temp staff uh, for the two three three weeks after Shark Tank. Two of them we are converting into permanent. And uh, we look to uh, 
you know hire a couple of more people but in the we don't see ourselves becoming like a team of 50 people overnight we will grow the team but we will grow as and when we kind of need we're also looking to build distribution so uh, offline distribution so we will be hiring for that again soon as well so totally makes sense totally makes sense all right so just moving on to the last question we ask this uh, to every guest we have uh, and that's uh, like either there are some books or some articles or some newsletter which really help you uh, you know build a perspective on how to grow a brand how to grow yourself personally have there been any such books or any book recommendations you would want like a d2c founder or a entrepreneur or in a way to grow personally that has helped yeah. you as well so you can see that i read a lot yeah that yes now i don't get so much time but uh, i still try to squeeze in time to read a lot i would say if somebody is starting out like the book that appealed to me the most in terms of just fueling your ambition of what you can do if you set out to do i love the nike story shoe dog right. i have gone to that book i don't know how many times um, during covid and every time you feel like you know things are a little down i think that's something that really energizes you as an entrepreneur uh, that tells you that times will be dark when you think uh, ki ab isse to bahar kaise niklenge but niklenge so i feel like that's a book that everybody should read entrepreneur no entrepreneur it's just a really good solid story and uh, other than that there's another book that i'd like to recommend it's called small giants i don't remember the author it's a very i'm sure it's a very famous book as well mm-hmm. it talks about brands that have chosen to stay small um like the the greatness of a brand has nothing to do with the size of the brand right uh you don't have to be a unicorn to be a great brand you could be a 50 million dollar business uh, or a 50 million dollar brand and you could be a great brand you could be creating real value in your community uh you could be making a difference in the lives of people uh, who are working in your factory um you know their families and you know their community building schools for them or whatever other way you can but uh, the bottom line being that greatness like you don't have to wait to become a big company for you to be a great company you could be great here now today even with six people right mm-hmm. so that's uh that's a beautiful book and that i keep wow. going back to there are a lot of anecdotes of smaller companies or smaller brands uh, or even like a chain of restaurants that have chosen to stay local to retain their dna and to in a way not get to like lost out uh, through expansion so that's the second book so podcast i listen to a lot of podcasts when i had time last year this year not much but uh, in indian podcasts i like shantanu's barbershop yeah, a lot of course, yeah of course so i do listen to it as and when i get uh, time and lots of them i've gone back to a few times like vinita singh's podcast i yeah. think there are very few women anyway on podcast mm-hmm. and vinita's podcast on barbershop i've heard it more than once i'm sure uh lex friedman is one that i mm-hmm. listen to but his podcasts are getting increasingly longer now 2 hours 3 yeah. hours 4 hours so i'm not getting uh, like uh, at a stretch time but again in anecdotes uh, you, like in smaller chunks you can watch that and uh, right. so yes i mean yeah absolutely i i think uh, uh nike i i resonate with you i think that is one of the best books uh, 
which uh, you know can help you motivate if you are you know just starting up or you want to do anything in life it just right. keeps you going uh, i recently read this book called rework i'm not sure if you've heard about it or I'm have you read it. it i have not yeah. yet come yeah. to re- reading it i i just give it a try i think you, it's it's a very like a gentle nice read but a right. lot of lessons very small book in terms of content uh, even though it looks like a 2 300 page but really good like it, you might just finish it in a 2 to 3 2 3 days i feel Uh, a great book if uh, for startups founders that they were also like a small team and they still do millions of dollars in business so it really resonated with me when you said you have a team of six and you know right. like uh, you know doing such a huge business so yeah i think that and i i have heard all episodes of shantanu's first season uh, right. second season i'm yet to start but i think all podcasts uh, are amazing and the way he converses with people Right. Uh, Samarth and I kind of try to get there at one some point in time. But we really love I how we converse. Right, uh, right. Glad, glad you like it. You can check out all other podcasts as well if you For have sure. some time. But sure. uh, yeah, I think we had an excellent time. Thank you so much, Jyoti, for uh, you know giving your insights on how to run a business, how you started, and I think uh, our audience will benefit a lot from your story. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Samarth and Samarth, for having me. I had a great one hour i got a lot of food for thought myself so when you get asked you also uh, allow yourself yeah. to kind of think and chew on the answers not all yeah. the answers are kind of there so you also gave me a lot of food for thought and uh, i had a really really good time thank you for having me thank you thank you so much i am in mumbai uh, probably i'll catch up with you sometime drop into your office to just uh, see sure. you or something yeah. where where thank are you, you in mumbai i stay in a-